Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing. The podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm one half of your presenting duo. I'm Stuart Roy Whiffin. As ever, is Christopher William Glasson sitting opposite me. Is he there? Guaguan. Hello. How's it going, mate? It's all good. It's all good. Look, let's just get straight in before we get on with um, today's top five and just do a big, um, big love and shout out to our sponsors. Right, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Moto Recall. Yes, it's one of those lifestyle utility apps that every phone should have. It's got the practical, the nostalgia, and the dream. From 18 to 118, there is something for you. It's what you make it. Day-to-day reminders of tax and MOT on your cars you've in your current garage. I, for one, sometimes been driving around in my car not being MOT because I forgot. So it's a bit of a lifesaver. Absolutely. I mean, never buy a second-hand car without knowing the history. You know, provenance. Moto Recall, make sure you aren't caught out by allowing you to perform a full provenance check on the vehicle. With just the car reg, is there outstanding finance? Has it been in an accident? Is the mileage legit? You'll get the full picture, powered by experience, with a data guarantee. I wish I'd had that in the past. And and with this app as well, you can build your historic garage with photos and data that you can not only look back on for yourself, but you can share it with your mates. You know, every car is a memory. You used to have that cat in the hat car. I'd love to have seen that. I mean, if you don't have an historic garage, like build out your dream garage. You know, what has caught your eye? What are you dreaming of owning? And the best bit is free. Up to 50 cars and provenance checks are pay as you go when you need them. Experian aren't as nice as the Moto Recall team, of course. Download the app for free. Search Moto Recall in your app store. M-O-T-O-R-E-C-A-L-L. Moto Recall in your app store. Uh, hello, this is uh, Charles, um, Chaz from Love Beer. Uh, and, and I'm here to tell you about why I sponsor... Uh, hardcore listening and what what love-beer.co.uk does uh i am a fully certified by the british beer and pubs association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars i have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like facebook and HelloFresh. I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to keg supply. I also offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. 
Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just want to also let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs. We can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician. Also, why I'm here, have I mentioned the Land Rover Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3 that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown. The 3 Beeries 3 is a custom-built, high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. Hello, I want to take a moment to shout out one of our wicked sponsors, eggfried.com. They are a streetwear brand. They produce t-shirts, sweats, hoodies, handmade denims. It's all inspired by hip-hop, punk, choir fashion. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, head over to eggfried.com and and have a look on the website because it's not just the design, it's the layout, it's the website. You know, the creative team over there are absolutely on point. There's just some, some great stuff there. And and not just for adults as well. They've got Small Fried, which is their range of kids' <laughs> clothes. And if you want your kid to just look beyond cool, like head over and check that out. And they've given us a discount code, right, Chris? Yes, Egg Salad. If you type Egg Salad into the discount coupon section, you get yourself a tidy little discount. And when they send out the stuff, it is packaged exquisitely. You get little goodies in there, stickers, and it's all wrapped up beautifully. So check out eggfried.com. Okay, lastly, we want to thank, and certainly not leastly, we want to thank, is leastly a word? (laughs) No, it's really not. Right, we're going with it. (laughs) We're going with it. So we want to thank Luke Van Boom. Luke Van Boom has a company called Bang Boom Creative. Luke is a, a long-time sponsor of this show and a friend of this show. If you see the pictures of Chris and I on the socials advertising this podcast, them happy snaps were taken uh, by the genius that is Luke Van Boom. I mean, that's just the tip of, of, of what he does. Chris, do you want to explain a little bit more about what Bang Boom Creative does? Yes, it's all about fresh interview production. So they're all about content with a heart and soul, making films of all kinds, shooting dynamic photographs and putting smiles on faces. They're passionate storytellers working with a diverse range of brands of all sizes. You know, their work includes short film, viral video, animation, hidden camera stunts, product demos, live action, 360 imaging and music promo. And they've worked with a ton of companies as well. Universal, uh, BBC Children in Need, even the Mayor of London, Katie Piper, the NHS, the Dogs Trust. They've they've worked with a lot of companies. It consistently blows my mind, you know, the stuff that you've just said there. Why does he have anything to do with us plums? Stop talking him out of it. Right. There you go. Thank you very much, sponsors. Right. Um, so today's top five was actually suggested by one of our Patreons, right? Yes. Brand new patron, Dan uh, Miller. He's come up with this excellent top five. So we thought, let's let's give Dan some love and let's put this one out straight away as a main episode. There you go. There you go. Um, you also, just a, a shout out to you all, if you want to find out and get involved in picking top fives, coming to the live Patreon hangouts, 
um, and yeah, and, and getting extra content every week, then head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Hardcore Listing. You can find out about everything else you need to know about this podcast at Hardcore Listing dot com yeah or dot co dot uk yes uh, become a patron and join the cult I mean the gang gang yes right should we get on with uh, today's episode let's, let's do this shit hello and welcome to hardcore listing a Patreon special hello you lovely patrons I'm Stu Whiffin as ever I can see Christopher William Glasson in um, lumberjack shirt wild beard and feral hair how you doing. All right, well, it's a bit of a fruit. It's a nice fruity number, this one. Like, look, pink lumberjack. I like it. I love this shirt. Yeah, got a lot of time for it. I've had it probably 10 years Oh, watch now, that bun. So, it's uh... about to burst. No, that's my pectorals. Oh. Yeah. It actually feels quite loose on me, so I don't... Look, yeah. it's loose. Yeah, you, you so... sort of thrust yourself towards the camera then, and it... Yeah, it's going to go. It won't go. It won't go. I mean, there you go. There's your money's worth there, <clears throat> patrons. If you're watching that, you just got Chris thrusting his chest. Uh, Let's see. Shall I expose a nipple? No. Does that become only fans if I show a nipple? Um, oh, there we go. Oh. A nipple, two moles next to it. There you Looks go. Like I've just, just melted chocolate on my chest. <laughs> very, very <laughs> sexy start today, Glasson. It is a sexy start. Sexy start for a sexy top five. Right. Chosen by? Uh, one of our new listeners. So... As ever, when we get new listeners come on, we're we're we're, we're forever um, grateful. Right. Um, and Daniel Morris, so thank you, Daniel. Cheers, thank Dan. you for becoming a patron. And um, he likes Daniel. Why don't be that familiar with him? All right. All right. He likes Daniel. When he say when he says you have my permission to call me Dan, mm. then you can. You've never asked permission to call me Chris or Wanker or all those other ones. I have a real problem with saying people's full names. It really is a thing that bugs people as well. There's a woman who lives across the road called Emma, and I call her Emma all the time. Uh, mm. And then someone pointed out to me after about six months that she really doesn't like being called M. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really struggle with it. I really struggle not abbreviating names because I use it. You like to keep it informal, mate, and, and, and as it's a term of endearment, isn't it? And like, yeah, of course it is. Um, the, the, the only weird one is like Antonia. You can't really abbreviate that, and if you call her Tone. She does not like that. Uh, it's a term of endearment. I think calling everyone cocksuckers, that's a term of endearment. But my nan used to hate it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's ironic, really, seeing as, as much as she loved, you know. <laughs> she loved, honestly. She could suck that's what killed her. In. <laughs> she, she, died what, <laughs> she died doing what she loved. I won't explain it any further than that. <laughs> Oh, um, bless her. Um, right, God so, top five jackass um, moments. Yes, like, jackass. great one. Great shout, shout, Dan. Good shout, mate. Um, jackass was just an incredible show, very of its time. Uh, I think they've just. I think there's a Jackass 4 coming out. There's a big furore about Bam Magera, Bam Magera joining it. Um, his story is really interesting, you know, his whole childhood and how talented he was as a skateboarder. Um, but they all like I don't know it was just a very MTV generation wasn't it and coming off the back the things sort of like Buster Keaton and you know sort of like all the slap slapstick humour that Americans have and I, I think and, so much of it just come from them, them early skate videos the same with yeah. the same with Dirty Sanchez you know it was skaters just doing crazy shit and documenting it putting it on them skate vids that were getting passed around the world uh, and then obviously it just 
exploded, didn't it? And and Bam as a skater was just different level, wasn't he? But he's really good. He's really talented. But he's a troubled man. He is. Uh, and the mad the mad thing is, he saved lo- he saved others as well. Mm. He saved others. There's a, another famous skateboarder that um, I was watching his story and saying how Bam was the one who basically rescued him, and he was a real he was a real troubled story as well. Mm. Like always, do always strung out on heroin, and Bam saved him really. But oh, know. that's um oh oh shit, what's his name? Um, he name. was always he's in he's in lots of jackass as well. And when mm. when um yeah. when we saw Bam's band play over in Camden, he was there as well. Oh, what's his name? Oh God, Chris Novak. Yes. Yeah. Um. Good good No, Brandon well. Novak wasn't it? Brandon Novak. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, and and it's really weird because I, I follow um, Bam on on Instagram, and mm. it's it's just like ups and downs. One minute he seems to be on the mend, and then he's just yeah, uh, uh, looks just like a, well, just looks like a drunk, you know. And I mean that with he's, the greatest of respect. I and, know, I know. And and it's weird because it would appear that you know that the the rest of the lot have, have made the film without him. And have just said yeah. like, "No, you're a liability." And yeah, well, they did have a contract, and he broke it. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and like, he, he wanted to make it public. And I was reading Knoxville, just saying, "Look, I don't want to. I don't want to have a public, like, shouting match with you, Bam. Um, I really want you to get better." And that's all I'm going to say on it. And yeah, it must be tough for him because even people like Steve O, he's got married, he's got a fiance now, and he does things on YouTube where he talks about all these pub tricks and stuff like that, yeah. which are really good. Um, well, people like Sirius can make quite... a really nice living out of their Instagram. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. huge stars. You know, you, um, uh, and yeah, I think um, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 a shame. And obviously, you know, Ryan Dunn's no longer with us. Obviously, that had yeah. an effect on Bam. I think, um, mm. but yeah, I mean, but they're they're some crazy people. You know, as much as what happened to Ryan Dunn was horrific, tragic. You know, was had some serious drink and was driving a car you know that these can yeah. be outcomes of doing things like that unfortunately and was there someone in there with him yeah. who survived or did they, did they both die I don't know if the other one died remember. there was definitely someone in the car with him um, but he just went up into an inferno didn't it the whole car was mm. gutted but yeah um, scary stuff really cheery start Dan yeah. sorry this is probably not what you uh, want us to say you want us to relive the glory days of Jackass sorry are we actually picking ones from Jackass yeah, yeah. Oh right! Oh, I've just done out my, my my own ones. <laughs> okay, wicked. Well, I picked jackass moments. Oh right! I've so, just, I thought it was um, like jackass style things that you've done. Oh right. Okay. Now I've done ones from the show. Well, that's cool. And then one day maybe I'll tell you my ones. Oh, okay. Well, I've got loads from the show anyway, so uh, I'll yeah, mix okay. it up. Right. What's your number five, Glasson? Well, I'm gonna start with Ryan Dunn because he was one of the more sort of time at tamer sort of like he was he was up for it, but he wasn't like one of the hardcore jackassians, yeah. and he, he that made him also quite likable, didn't it? Yeah. Um, but he he's uh, one that's quite like just embarrassing and tear-jerking was when he stuffed a toy car up his bum. Yeah. <laughs> simple. Yeah. Very simple, that. Probably probably slightly uncomfortable and painful. Not for me. I could get a remote control car up there. Yeah, but easily. For the, for the average man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. For the average man, that's probably not that much fun. Yeah. Um, and then to awkwardly walk into a hospital with your mates filming you. And uh, and then just have it x-rayed, knowing full well what the fucking results are. 
I think that's hysterical. And, um, you know, just the little x-rays of the little toy car up his butt butt. And him acting like he didn't... <laughs> I think he's, like, trying to play it down. Like, he doesn't know how it's got up there. It's just incredible. And um, just I wonder how many people have ended up in A&E knowing exactly what, why there's something up there, arsehole. Yeah. It happens a lot, doesn't it? It happens more than we probably um, like to think about, where people just get a bit carried away. And then they end up with something up there, bot, bot. It's brilliant, and I just wonder when it's going to happen to me and what it's going to be. I really wonder. Have you ever got anything stuck up your bum? Nope. No? No. Oh, okay, sure. I sounded like I didn't believe you there, yeah. but it's fine. Uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you, obviously. I know, I know. Like, I know. Uh, no. I've had stuff stuck coming out of it. No, I mean, most people do. You know, sometimes I just feel like I'm trying to shit out a coconut. It's like, how's that? Well, I don't remember eating that, but there we go. Um, what's your number five? Uh, hmm, number five. You can do your own one. All right, well, my, my yours, first one was, on. um, I think, uh, I've told this story on the podcast, I'm sure. Um, mm. But I think I'll go with, with my number five being... Um, driving out of um, my college and then seeing uh, my uh, friend uh, unaware that my friend was on the roof of my car. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, as I was driving out of um, Palmer's College in Grays, down the, the long road out of there, um, he poked his head. It's Mr. Gels, who done, who's been mm-hmm. a guest on here. Um, poked his head over the window and smiled at me, uh, to which I thought it was really funny. Then I saw the principal of the college driving the other way towards the college, who then done a <laughs> U-turn. So I jumped the red lights, drove to the college across the road and tried to hide in my car that had cat in the hat, <laughs> painted all over it. Uh, and, yeah, just literally just jumping the red light, screaming round the bend to try and get away from him with my mate clinging to the roof of my car was quite jackass so that's, that's my number very five jackass. Mm. very very jackass mate you jackass yeah. um have i ever clung to i've been in a lot of boots of cars i've done a lot of car boot traveling my time yeah. in my uh, in my mid teen my late teens because uh, we couldn't get us all in so i'd be like oh, i'll just hop in the boot then and off we'd go i'm sure my parents would have bloody had an absolute nightmare uh, about that so before um, Jackass, there was Camp Kill Yourself, which was something that some of the kids were already, some of them were already doing, and um, there was some crazy stunts in there. It was before Knoxville joined the crew, yeah. And uh, Steve O was was uh, in them, and the, the, I'm, I'm going to name two for Steve O. But the first one on Camp Kill Yourself was when he just he, he had his unicycle and he just wrote, he just um, cycled. Sh- straight into an open raw sewage works and i was just like that is brave fucking that brave i mean you could kill you probably kill yourself doing that yeah, very brave sorry and and like it just came out and just started ralphing everywhere and i just thought who's got the fucking stones to to, to do that and for years for years and years and years i always thought steve o was the one who was the most like like clearly the wildest um he did and then the one i was going to say which is my number four is the porter pot the bungee porter pot oh that that would have been in mine that's unbelievable it's gross and also that's steve-o as well dangerous yeah steve-o yeah yeah 
gross and also dangerous. And they've got the cameras on the inside of the porter potty and him just getting flung around in the air, getting covered in shit um, while flying through the air is just... God, they must With have his own so face tattooed on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> must, have, must have just had so much fun coming up with those ideas. Um but that one was just, yeah, absolutely mental. A great one for um, for for PR. Yeah. Easy to sort of sell that. 100%. Yeah, mate. 100%. What's your next one then? Um, uh, November the 5th, probably 1992. Um, we, I tried to, I was, I was DJing and promoting a little venue in Basildon. And I tried to make a kind of Guy Fawkes thing out of it. And, and the place was the Randacre near where you mm-hmm. grew up. And it had like yeah. sort of picnic benches out the front on this kind of grass area where people would go yeah. outside and smoke. And I mean, you could smoke inside then, but you could like kind of just hang out outside as well. Have more of a healthy smoke. And uh, yeah, and uh, um, I put it on the flyer that um, the crescendo of the night will be me letting a rocket off um, out of, again, Mr. Gel's arsehole. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. Touching his toes, inserted the uh, the end of a, a, a rocket uh, into his asshole, uh, and he panicked before I could light it, and uh, never lit it. But it was so close. We got it in there, but I think he just panicked and couldn't do it. But uh, Has he got a hairy bum? No, big, big one. But uh, but what a big hair, one big hair. It's just a, a big ass. Um, but yeah, who put it in there? Who put it in Hello. there? Hello, and. Like, was there any thoughts given to how smooth the wooden rod was? You masturbating. <laughs> but no, but just surely, like from my from my recollections, like of fireworks, it goes in the ground in a stick. I haven't done it a lot. Sorry, I, hang I, on. Am I talking to Christopher Glasson or a health and safety fucking expert here? <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, wouldn't it have been all like? Wouldn't it have all had splinters on the end of it? Because those sticks aren't like filed and smooth. No, they're probably they? not. No, but you know, I lick the end first, and like but, that is. Uh, I tell you what, that is more dangerous than the firework going off up by his arsehole. He's like just like some bit of balsa wood, <laughs> dry inserting it into his ass passage. Um, but he bottled it, so I think he's still got to do it. Yeah, he's still got to do it, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was. Yeah, it was it was fun. So I'll, I'll ask you now, then. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. Um, look, I mean, like, in terms of fireworks, all I've done is created rocket launchers. That's as far as I've gone with them. Like, I've, I've got like loads of metal piping, and uh, and I've put uh, stuffed mud down the end of one end of it, and then slid all the rocket, all the, the the fireworks down the other end, a light, and just you know fired them at my friends basically over at Basildon Basildon Rugby Club. So just the normal fun and hijinks with fireworks. I've never just held on to one and fired it. And um and and um I mean when I say I don't think I fired it at my mates actually. I was just firing it into the, the into the rugby grounds. I don't think I think I've always been a bit scared of fireworks. So I don't blame Mr Gels. But yeah, I I, I I just always remember that, like that sparkler advert we've talked about before. It scared the living shit out of me. So, yeah, creating a rocket launcher, yeah, cool, but not firing it at people. I put plenty of bangers in dog poo on people's doorsteps mm. and stuff like that because I'm, I'm a I'm a horrible I'm a horrible person. Um, but going back to Jackass, my number three is oh god, this makes me wince every time. It's when it was called um, I think it's called Puppet Show. Let me just yeah, Puppet Show. Do you know the one I'm talking about when I say puppet show? Have you got any idea? So Chris Pontius, it's Pontius and Knoxville, and he flipping Pontius, because you know he was always always wearing that jockstrap running around and stuff like that, which was always good fun. But he put his willy in a jockstrap that actually looked like a mouse. And then they put that, his willy, that's in a a mouse-looking jockstrap, in a cage with a snake. Oh, that's in Jackass. Yeah. Yeah. And and like um, yeah, that's that's the name of his show, Stu. No, you said another thing about puppets. Is this the first sign of dementia? I don't know. Um, Dan, you've you've joined up, but we might not be doing this show for much longer. <laughs> Who's Dan? Um, yeah, no, no, no. He, he, well, he, he, yeah, he did have his wee, wee yeah. in a little like puppet, but it wasn't on. They didn't have, have that on Sesame Street. Stuart. No, that I was just checking. Yeah, I was just checking. No, that, that's. I think that's in the second film. Like, yeah, like that's where they go. Quite, I think that's probably where they go the hardest. Yeah, the massively. Even the stuff like. off camera, like where they're just sitting there, just chatting, and all of a sudden, like Bam's on the roof and he just pisses on them. I just think <laughs> I'd be really upset about that. But then they do. Money, they I do then throw him in care. that that hole, don't they? Full of snakes, and he loses his shit. I can't even remember that bit. Yeah, he's he's like literally crying. Get me out! Get me out! <laughs> um, but yeah, he puts his dick in this little mouse sock, and then they put a little bit of like fishing string on the end so they can move the the penis in the cage. So a snake with fangs can bite his belly. Yeah. I've got to draw the, I've got to say, like, you know, there are braver, there are braver stunts that I'll talk about later. But in terms of, like, no way mm. am I putting my dick in a cage and having a, a, a snake with fangs sinking into yeah, it. Insane. That is just like, that was just making me wince so yeah. bad. Um, so good one on Chris for for finding his well his way into this because more he just liked to get a bit naked really and do, <laughs> didn't do he? His little dancing, yeah. Um, 
I'm going to throw one in, uh, a quick one before I go to one of my own. Uh, just from the early stuff, pre-Jackass, mm. uh, when mm. they pull up at a drive-thru and just get a massive uh, milkshake. And then before they drive off, they just literally throw it back through the little window and shout, <laughs> and shout <laughs> fire in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> And every time I go to a drive through I think I'd love to do that. Just fire in the hole and just throw a fucking massive milkshake just, through the uh, window. You know, but, uh, it, ain't, it ain't fun. Uh, it, sorry, it isn't like... It's mischievous, that, and it's annoying. But of all the things a kid could do when they're young, doing that ain't the worst. No. It isn't the worst thing in the world. Agreed. And it's, it's that level of mischievousness... Like where, um, yeah, I'd have been in, I'd have been in tears. I told you the time, like doing things like that. I told you the time when <laughs> we were going through the uh, uh, the Queen Elizabeth Bridge, and uh, uh, my buddy Mark, <laughs> you know, when you had to give him money, <laughs> and he just wiped the biggest booger on the underside of his pound coin. That he handed to the birds. Oh, that's <laughs> As we're really driving bad. away, we were in tears. And you know when you think. You horrible little gits. Yeah, do you know what I mean? that's, like, that's really not, not funny. Cool. It's not cool. But when you're doing it and you're not thinking of other people, it is inc- it's incredibly funny. Our, our friend used to pay for the car behind uh, every time and uh, and that creates something quite surreal because the person <laughs> behind just thinks, and obviously just go to pass, like, no, no, um, your friend paid. It's like, what? <laughs> and then they spend the next like half an hour trying to get alongside the car to see who's paid for them. <laughs> and you're, I guess the game is don't let them get up by the side. Oh, of you, just so don't you. even acknowledge it. And like, and it would just <laughs> fuck with their head that like, oh, huh? It's only a quid and it's endless fun. <laughs> um. So yeah, fire in the hole. But the one I'm going to go for for my my number three, um, is something really simple and and and, and quick. Uh, and when um cunt from cunt and the gang passed his driving test um yeah. he was the first of our friends to have a car um yeah. and he just had a, a a blue ford escort at the time and we thought it would be interesting because we used to go to video cameras and film loads of really stupid shit like Stuff, yeah. we'd go to basildon and we'd i've got a video i mean basildon and the bakers in probably 1991 being secretly filmed asking can I please see the BAPs? Can I see the CD BAPs? Can I see... Uh, oh, do you do CD fingers? Could I have a CD finger, please? Like, just the most irritating. Going to the jewellers and asking, can I see your ring? Like, all of that stuff. <laughs> just stupid shit when, like, you're young that you think's the funniest thing ever. So we always had cameras, like, just, um, like, dicking around, just being juvenile bellends. Uh, but the one that I look back on that and wish I had on camera... Um, was when, like I say, come past his driving test and whenever he went out in the car, we still wanted attention and we were just trying to think of the best way to get it. So we both wore crash helmets uh, every time we went out in his car. And when you see two blokes in a Ford Escort driving past you and they're both wearing full face <laughs> crash helmets, it looks fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> And it still really makes me smile to this day, just the thought of people just going, why are they wearing crash helmets? It was the shittest car, and we were probably doing about 30 mile an hour, and uh, we'd have both the windows down, we'd have our, our elbows on the side of the car and like hand on the roof with just full crash helmets on. And, uh, yeah, it made no sense, but um, it really made me laugh. I guess that's a bit more trigger-happy than Jackass. 
still very funny. Uh, we we did a video. I remember um, when Jack, Jackass is in my second year of uni. I was drinking a lot, and I was working in a bar, and we was doing lots of lockings. It was a while. It was quite a lot, and um, I remember we we were recording this Jackass video, and it was like us doing stunts, like jumping off the bar, just onto the you know onto the floor, just stupid shit like setting light to ourselves in you know burning all our pubes off or <laughs> that sort of stuff yeah putting out fags on my tongue anyway i woke up um well, no it's not i woke up when i sobered up because it was about a two day two day long bender um my finger had broken and i didn't i didn't even know that i would really sort of like broke it so yeah i've got a wonky finger from that 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 it doesn't really show that much now, but my left my left one there, if I put yeah, it together, it's like, bad. Yeah, it's broke. I was like, oh shit, I don't don't remember when I did that. But um, yeah, I, I I'm kind of glad I don't have that video footage. I imagine it's been lost into the you know things of time now. I don't really need to see myself doing that because um, I probably cringe quite hard. But I'd like to see your videos. So if you ever want to sh- send them to me, that'd be absolutely wicked. We made um uh. uh some gay pornography when we was all about 19 mm. with mum deodorant bottles instead of our dinkles but just in our pants uh, called Sexy Flatmates um, my mate has that on VHS and will not let it surface uh, it's brilliant it's really really brilliant I've not oh. seen it since I was probably about 25 but I'd love to see it again got, so I've got literally hours hours and hours we went to Romford dressed as like a really bad 80s band in, in probably about 1988, um, we always had a, just had a video camera, just because sh- we were just massive show-offs. Obviously, I've spoke about this, the the football match at Palmer's Avenue where we pulled up and mm. all got out wearing the kids' football kits and play football without bending our arms and legs in front of everyone. Just that sort of stuff. We had time on our hands. We were DJ, so we we earned our money of an evening. So we just had, we just bored of a day and just wanted some attention because we couldn't. We weren't handsome enough or interested enough just to go and talk to girls. We had to do stupid shit to get attention. Oh, I absolutely, I absolutely respect that hustle. <laughs> absolutely respect it. You have my, you have uh, an A star. Uh, typified by um, being at Pizzazz Discotheque, asking uh, a girl to have a dance. This was when um, the night would finish with a, uh, an erection section where you'd have a slow dance. Mm. Uh, went up to her, asked her for a dance. She said yes. Whilst we were slow dancing, she went, "You look just like this idiot that goes to my college." And I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's me, isn't it? That's definitely me. Uh, right, okay, so my number two. Um, I think it's my number two. Is it? Oh, I did. I went crash helmets. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it is. Sorry, bro. My number two is, um, so I said I always, uh, for a long time, thought Knox, um, Steve O was the mad one. But, like, actually, Johnny Knoxville, like, after looking back on it now, he had some absolute stones on him, Johnny Knoxville. And it was around the time when I watched him get in a in a cage with a bear, and I just thought, and it wasn't a small bear, and he he put chainmail on, and I just thought that bear ragdolls him, and and I just thought that's that's really quite insane that you've done that. Do you know what I mean? There's one things where you can control the you can stand on a rake and headbutt a rake right, and it can be fucking painful, but. It's unlikely to shatter anything on you. At most, break your nose, right? But going in a cage with a bear, there's just no sort of way to sort of gauge how well that's going to pan mm. out. 
And around the same time he was doing ones where he was standing in front of someone shooting, people shooting shotguns into him. Um, and, and using like, uh, what are those, those bean bangs that were, I remember them saying, oh, they're less lethal like than bullets. Shots. Yeah, but less, but less lethal than bullets. Not saying that they can't be lethal. Mm. And, um, I mean, a, a cabbage leaf can be lethal, mm. I guess, but, um, well, you can see Especially the damage that can done. I mean, if we're, we're talking jackass, we can also shout out uh, Pritch when uh, yeah. with the uh, the paintballing, like oh, what that done God. to his body. Mate, I can't imagine. I've been caught with a fair few paintballs enough to know that 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 must have been so painful, mm. like getting shot what, about a hundred times in me, and then it was thinking it was for a Guinness <laughs> Book of Records. <laughs> that is beautiful. That is absolute poetry. That is. Mm. Saying there's no Guinness Book of Records. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good, so good. Oh, painful, painful. But yeah, it's that. And then like, yeah. So, so Johnny Knoxville's ones, and he's recent. He done a movie in 2018 called Action Point, which I still haven't seen. But um, I was reading about it this morning. He, like that's where he said he got his most injuries in one sitting. Like he ended up with like four concussions, a broken hand. Um, a broken face and, and to the point where he fractured his orbital and his eye kept popping out so the last part of the t- uh, movie like they could only film him from one side um, you just think oh yeah and, and in the trailer I, I watched it today Like he's just getting thrown at a fucking side of a barn and just gets thrown through this barn but on this massive pneumatic s- slingshot mm. that's just insane like he really like Johnny Knoxville actually was like brave as hell to do the stunts mm. that he did I don't know if you got any personal favourites of jo- what Johnny Knoxville did quite like it when they fire dildos at him um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean bad grandpa I mean in that yeah like is it bad grandpa or dirty grandpa yeah bad grandpa yeah uh, that I mean he's incredible in that when he goes to the strip joint and as the old dude and obviously his balls are hanging out and he's just grinding <laughs> Harry don't get the shit beaten out of him. It's like <laughs> unbelievable. Like, yeah, just uh, it, uh, he's just such a dude, Johnny Knoxville. He really is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my two. If you're number two, yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about going to uh, McDonald's uh, with Big Papa Jay, mm-hmm. uh, and. The woman saying, um, "Can I take your order, please, sir?" And he said, uh, "Can I have one hundred um, cheeseburgers, please, <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, a portion of fries?" Uh, to which, without a blink of an eye, she just went, "Would you like a drink with that, sir?" And, uh, <laughs> not like, did you just say a hundred cheeseburgers? Um, and yeah, to sit and watch his contented little face whilst he had a mountain because they were just bringing up trays and trays and trays of burgers, like. You know, you're getting trays of like 20 burgers just constantly turning up on the table. Uh, and just seeing that all get finally left there where he's sitting there just eating and eating and eating a mountain of burgers was just something to... What did he manage, 10? No, no. 50. I think he won on, I think he won on 14. Um, and again, even when you're really hungry and you think, piece of piss, I'd smash that. No, Mate, no, you it's the bread at it's like the yeah. breader just comes and gets you, man. <laughs> it is. It's armor breadin. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't cope. It's too much. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, just, just I had to throw one in of him. And there's so many little moments where he's done things like that that will 
be brilliant little jackass or or trigger happy moments going to collect a parcel from the from uh, uh, from Royal Mail when I walked in there he I just started working with him and, and the company had BlackBerry phones which were like a, a real state of the art thing and I remember feeling like I had a computer in my hand it blew my mind and I didn't realise he just sent me a message and it was a voicemail message so I just opened it whilst I was talking to the woman while he stood outside and he had just screamed in the highest pitched voice, can I lick you out, please? <laughs> uh, which just <laughs> bled out of like, where I was standing while this woman just looked horrified at me. But yeah, just seeing just seeing him sitting there with his hundred burgers was, was, was brilliant. And uh, yeah, so that, that's my number two. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skide trætte af alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmakle. Yeah. It's just beyond insane, and um, none of them had fun. Mm. Like, like when you watch it, they they like immediately. I think Ryan gets caught first, and Bam's like, "Fuck this!" and he's screaming, running out there, and then and then Johnny Johnny's the last one, mm. and I, it's mad that like, I think at one point Steve Rowe before they even get on it. It's just blindfold facing down a ball, which charges him and hits him in both fire, fires, and he just flies over the ball. It's like that's be. I can't imagine the gut, the coat, like how it's not guts. It goes beyond guts. Like they, they, there's something not firing in their brains. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. There's no, something. There's something not firing of sound in their brains. Mind would do that. Yeah, like that is hysteria and money and um, obviously the celebrity and fame and egging each other on to the point where it's no longer fear. And 
I don't know, man. That was just bananas. And then Knoxville's getting gouged at the end and they had to help him get out of there. Any of them could have died on mm. that thing, really. I just think that was insane. Like, it's, it, I guess it's number one because of how insane it is. But it's also like it isn't the funniest one. Because yeah. actually, none of them actually enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they really are like, oh, I think we've bit off too much, way too much than we can chew. Mm. So, yeah, the bloody Toro Trotter, mate, is my, is my number one. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know how they got sign off to do that. I, I mean, God knows how they deal with like not not that I've ever given it any thought. Like the insurances and things like that, it must just be crackers. But um, a few honourable mentions: um, having a fight with Butterbean um, and just oh, watching no, Butterbean sure. in the middle of a you know in the middle of a store, literally just knocking them all over the place. Uh, yeah. Steve-O putting a fish hook uh, through his mouth on a boat oh, and then God. jumping into oh, shark-infested waters as That's bait. wild. Um, that was wild, boys, I think. Yeah. That was mental, yeah. Right, that that was pretty crackers. Um, my number one's going to be um, not too far from here at Black Shots Playing Field when I was probably about mm, uh, 19. Um, we built suits of armour out of cardboard boxes. Incredible. Uh, and uh, I say that, we just looked like shit robots. Uh, that's what that game should be called, actually. Uh, and then what we done was uh, all took a golf club and went over there uh, and all hit dog shit at each other with golf clubs. And you'd just be wearing like uh, cardboard boxes and you just hear like kind of doot and you just get struck by, uh, by dog shit. This was before people picked their own dog shit up. Uh, but yeah, so that that was um, probably one of the most weirdest things uh, that that I think we'd done. Uh, we didn't film That's that, incredible. Um, and that was one of the things. I think when we finished, we sort of laughed and then sort of all just thought about it for a moment and just sort of went a bit quiet. And just all when I'm, all when you separate yeah, ways, I might just chip off later. Should we never do that again or talk about it? I don't know. I'm really up for it. I'm up for doing shit robots, though. But you, you got the you, all, all the rule is you can build your armour out of cardboard and your weapon out of cardboard. No, no, it's a proper golf club. Okay, no, but my version is like you do that and then you build your weapon out of cardboard, then you can just beat the shit out of each other. And the one with like gives up the first is the loser. Right. I think me, you, and Pip could do that. I think that'd be a great game. Go and find our way over like a field in Essex. What's interesting, right, is. We'll never think about this again, and then someone will bring it up in a year's time, and we go, oh, God, yeah, we never meant to. Should we do that? Pip had already had his shit sorted. He would have done it. Yeah, yeah. He'd painted his cardboard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All, all been done. All right, well, um, on that um, bumshell, should we, uh, should we fuck off? Let's fuck off. Um, uh, great. Thanks for being a patron. Great top five. And let us know, guys, what your favourite um, jackass moments are. There are literally hundreds. Yeah, comment on um, the uh, the post on um, on Patreon about what your favourite moments are. Keep your um, messages coming in. Keep your uh, requests coming in to guest uh, on the podcast. We're just working through mm-hmm. a few of those now. Um, always keeping ideas for top fives. We always need that. And go and check the feed because we've announced when the next live show is going to be. Mm. The next um, live Patreon hangout. The next live show is mm. going to be the McFly All Day at the end of July. Mm. Um, but, yeah, before that, we'll do another Zoom hangout. So, um, also, Dan, thanks for, for suggesting this one. Come to the hangout. be good to uh, see you there. And, uh, yeah, we done? Until next time, bitches. Peace. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.